it has been a month since we have recorded, fellas. Uh, we are back. Good thing. How are y'all doing? Let's jump right into this shit, but how are y'all doing first? Fantastic. Get married in a week. Couldn't be more excited. Got the suit. Got everything lined up. I'm just ready to get it going. Got your Bobby Brown suit? Got my Bobby Brown. T? <laughs> I'm good, man. Wicked busy. Uh, started school again, so I'm, I'm going to real estate school and going to get my license to uh, sell life insurance policies. Busy daughter's birthdays today, but man, I, I like being busy. It's not even noon, and I'm you know having a nice margarita to take the edge off of all the people being here today. So I'm just chilling, man. How about you? Man, I'm I'm good. Uh, getting ready to go back to work, obviously. Paternal leave leaves on September 18th, which is cool. Ready to kind of get back to work um, and see all the fucking changes we have. But man, I am so happy. It is my favorite time of the year. It's football season. It's college on Saturday, professional on Sunday. I'm hyped. Did y'all watch any of the games yesterday? Yes. Um, bro? Uh, is Dion like? Is he? It, you know, like, is he really that guy? <laughs> is he about that business? Does everything he say comes true? Because at this point, I'm not trying to hop on the hype train after one week, but he did beat a team that went to the Natty last year. Granted, they lost some players. You know, they lost a quarterback, starting running back. You know, their top receiver. But a lot of those pieces still came back, and he basically did it with an all-brand-new team. I think over 50-some-odd players were new to the team that were offered a scholarship or were in the transfer portal or something of that nature. And uh, if their defense was better, uh, Shadur Sanders, bro, and, and Travis Hunter, like you look at them two alone, just though you have receivers go over 100 yards, you throw for 500 yeah, you threw the ball, what, 50? 49 times. 49 times. He only had, what, 12 incompletions on that? Yep. 12 or 13 incompletions. Um, four touchdowns. Then you have Travis Hunter that basically played 85% of that football game, whether offense or defense, had a pick, had 100 yards receiving, could have had another pick, had three tackles. Shit, that was the best game to watch. My goodness, that was I, that had me up the entire time, and that shit started at eleven o'clock in the morning. <coughs> um, right. Facts, that's crazy me, game. Me, me as an OU fan, obviously I'm gonna watch the beginning of the OU game, right? But it's Arkansas State. I knew they were about to crush them after probably the the second score, real quick, or third score. I flipped over to TCU and yeah. uh, and Colorado, and I. I will say I'll be super optimistic on Dion. I am rooting for Dion. I I love Dion. Dion's one of my favorite athletes of all time. Him going to the HBCU, dominating, coming here. I'm on Dion's side. I want to see him succeed. I I do think that him going to the Big 12 with Colorado next year is a good look for him because they're going to play really well just like they did last night. Yeah. Um but I will say I'm going to be super like optimistic cuz playing devil's advocate he could get slayed playing Utah and USC, and then it's gonna, you know, the, the uh, hype train is gonna die down. Yeah. yeah, 
yeah, and everybody's just going to say, oh, TCU was garbage. They lost their starting quarterback. All the stuff that you already mentioned, Isaiah. But, yeah, again, I don't think TCU is as good as – they're not as good as they were last year. So them going to the Natty last year had, doesn't hold any relevance. But I yeah. will say it was it's a great win for, uh, for Colorado and for Coach Prime because you're in, a, you're in prime time. It's your yeah. first – you only get one chance to make a first impression, yeah. and he did it. So, yeah. kudos, man. I'm like I said, I, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I hope him nothing but success. T man, what you think? Mm, I'm not. Um, no, there you go. The hate trade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sold, man. I mean, it's one game. You know, Isaiah almost tried to minimize like T like TC. Let's be clear, dude. TCU was the best team. In the worst Power Five fucking conference in college football. Second, second, think, second to worst. Uh, Pac-12 is the worst. Nah, conference. I was gonna say ACC. Yeah, what are Pac-12 the two? Is solid. Yeah, I don't I'd know, say man. ACC. I think I think out of the Power Five conferences, I think the Big Twelve is the worst. And you know, it's it's in a it's in a year for OU to rebuild. Normally, dude, OU runs Big Twelve. Now they're leaving for the SEC. TCU is not. They're not that good, dude. They should. They shouldn't have even been there, but they got there. And then when they got there, they got embarrassed on the big stage. That's not built to be playing in a national title game. And then they lost fucking everybody last year. It's a whole new team. Like, they, I don't think they returned more than fucking five starters on either side of the ball. Like, they're, they're not that good. It's a rebuild for them. Chandler Morris is their starting quarterback. <laughs> He started two so, years ago. <laughs> so Colorado, you know, he essentially went and got Jackson State's, all their starters, brought them with him to Colorado, completely nuked that roster and started from scratch. But nuking a roster that the last year the team went 1-11, listen, listen, they've already listen, matched dude. their win total. Listen, hear year. me, hear me, like beat fucking UCLA. Beat UCLA, beat a Utah, beat a Oregon, hell, beat a Oregon State, beat a SC, and then I'll be like, okay, this hey, is. Hey, I said I wasn't sold is, either, but this it was is impressive this is to see what they this did. is this is real deal. It's week one, man. Anything can happen. Like, I'm not drinking the fucking Kool Aid. I think that Deion Sanders is probably one of the best, if not the best, recruiter in the country. So I'm interested to see where that team ends up. If he if he even stays there for an extended amount of time, but like if he sticks around for two or three years, be real interested to see what they look like by like year two or three. I agree. I don't think I don't I don't have high hopes for him this year, but it is for me. It's cool to see all the turmoil that he happened. Cut like the entire team from last year. Brought in Jackson State players. Brought in other guys from the transfer portal and come out and uh compete um i'm again that's why i I said it i'm not completely sold either but think beating a a power five regardless of it of it uh in your first game and you're coming from hbcu it kind of lets the world know like hey we're here like we even if we come out and get get fucking dick slapped around or whatever the rest of the year we're still (laughs) here uh and that's very possible after when conference play starts so yeah you know what i thought was hilarious unrelated to colorado is how i saw people saying ou football is back when they beat central they beat central arkansas's (laughs) fucking middle school team yesterday 
I I'm, I'm a, I went to I was on uh, X the the app formerly oh, known, known as, as Twitter. Twitter. I so. tweeted I tweeted this shit out before the game because I get and again I am a diehard OU fan, but I get sick and tired of the same fucking trick or like tricks and people falling for it every fucking year where after the first or second game everybody's like that defense looks fucking good don't it oh dylan gabriel's out there fucking he's killing shit and it's like bro they're supposed to these are tune-up games don't get so high on them and then go to texas and get the shit kicked out of you or go to baylor and get the shit kicked out of you and then you're back to square one that's so my tweet read for the fifth straight year, please, other OU fans, no matter how good the defense looks these next three weeks, please don't say we are back. This is a non-conference schedule. To, or like It's a tune-up game. Wait until Texas, then you can judge. Because I already knew what was going to happen, bro. I knew because I hate Dylan Gabriel. I think Dylan Gabriel is, is – I seen from a football player perspective of somebody who did play it, which sounds like – like shitty but at the same time i've seen a bunch of nitpicky stuff that against a better team is going to get exploited i've seen arkansas state people running open the quarterback missed the throw yeah. i didn't see dbs around those are things that against better teams they're going to capitalize on so that's why i will never jump on the bandwagon like I, i'm seeing woody washington throwing up the uh get that shit out of here and the quarterback sailed the ball out of bounds like you didn't do nothing my guy he's ass that's why he's at arkansas state no disrespect but let's say we're playing next year bama or lsu or someone those are fucking florida bro i mean yeah. let's just be real florida kentucky any of those teams like you can't have this bullshit like that's been going on with OU for the past what tw- twenty years, where yeah. your defense is dog shit. You can't fucking stop a nosebleed, and really, that's I mean, pivoting back, like that's the exact same style as Colorado and TCU. Really, mm-hmm. that's the entire style. The Pac-12 well, the and the Big, Big 12, Twelve have, yeah. yeah, the Pac-12 and the Big Twelve have the same style. We're trying to score sixty points a week to sell tickets with our high-powered offense, but our defense is going to be made up of one-star recruits that nobody cares about, maybe one five-star, and if he doesn't make the play, ass out. Oh, no, I agree with you. Man, fuck all you fans. And I'm one, that is so, it's so hard, bro. Cause I, I love, it's, it's, I love I'm telling you, they're like fucking delusional, man. Yeah. Like you fucking beat a fucking high school JV team, dude. And you guys think y'all are world beaters all of a sudden. Like relax, dude. That's, it's, it's so, like those, those. That's why those games are scheduled at the beginning of the year, so yeah. we can kick the shit out of them. It's not to get an accurate read on what the team is gonna look like. Nobody is gonna know unless you're a Texas or a Bama, and even then, you don't know what they're gonna look like later year. When Bama and Texas played last year, it was a super close game. I uh, rewatched that game earlier this week. And Bama played the worst first half ever. They had multiple holding calls, multiple block in the back calls, multiple face mask calls, like all that shit. Every time Texas would go three and out, a penalty would come. Nick Saban lit into their ass at halftime. They came out, handled business. And that was probably the worst playmaking Bama team we've seen since the Coker days because it was was what? Fucking Bryce Young and Jameer Gibbs. Like, yeah. he didn't have fucking Judy and fucking all the, the motherfuckers that, yeah, yeah. Mechie, Jameson Williams. Yeah. 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 He didn't have all of them, the Henry Ruggs of the world, uh, that Tua had. Whoa, so, whoa, whoa. Hey, whoa, I'm whoa. just saying. I'm just saying. Whoa. Let's say I Calvin Ridley or Devontae Smith. 
Okay, we can't yeah. say Henry Ruggs. Okay. Man, fuck yeah. I'll say Henry Ruggs. I'll say Aaron Hernandez. <gasps> I don't give a fuck. Matter of fact, I, I actually watched the Aaron Hernandez highlight video. Um, somebody put it on Twitter. It's a bro, bro, I don't know how we got here, uh, but fuck it. I, I'll lean into it. Aaron Hernandez was going to be him. He was one of the greatest Bro. tight ends in a three-year span I've ever seen. In the if league. Aaron Hernandez didn't like to kill people, there would be no Rob Gosky. Like, let's be very fucking. I, let's let's be, be very real. candid about this. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm gonna say it too. We would, I mean, we would know who he is, but we wouldn't look at Travis Kelsey as the current day best tight end. It, no, because Hernandez, Hernandez was, was doing that fucking five years before Kelsey was even in the league, yeah. dude. Yeah. And he was, he was so, so fast, so ran good routes. He was so strong. Can we Bro. make the argument that he's the greatest tight end? Potential wise, I agree. As put, <laughs> yeah. If he you was, base it on talent alone, yeah. He's yeah, up if he there. Did, if he but didn't the have CT the mindset just of, took over. Yeah, I was about to say if he didn't have the mind of Chris Benoit, uh maybe <laughs> we would be all right. Maybe we would be all right, bro. But yeah, he, he kind of fucked that up. But anyways, back to college football before we pivot to the uh the NFL. Any, did y'all watch any other games? Because I mean, I I really watched SC shove it up Nevada's ass, dude. Oh, Nevada! Oh, easy, but Mark, Mark, hey, hey, no, no, hear me though, hear me though. Calm down. K- Caleb Williams is gonna be a two-time Heisman Trophy winner, dog. It's, it's very possible. Should. He it's should. He's, he's too talented not to. I, yeah. I, fuck the kid for what he did to my school, but he's the best player in college football. <laughs> I, I'll say he's he's top three for me. If him being the quarterback, he's going to be looked at the most because he has the ball in his hand. Him, Marvin Harrison, and obviously, obviously, I'm leaning uh, Travis Hunter because it, motherfucker plays both sides of the ball. But true, Caleb Williams is uh, man. Motherfuckers don't know who Caleb Williams is. <laughs> Take that rock off your house. Yeah. Can throw it. Can run it. Is going All... to the Cardinals. Ah, shit. <laughs> no, no, fuck yeah, that. Yeah. No, because hey, no, no. Hear me out. What he said was. As he said, depending on who has number one overall pick in the draft this year, I might stay for one more year. And I think that's based on if they – Bro, he's getting a bag right now in L.A. anyways. True. He's a, he's so, it's, so he's, so he's going to be like, he's gonna be like, fuck it. Like, he's uh, got Cardinals, in, in Cardinals got the number one yeah. pick. Or Tennessee's got the number one pick. Yeah. Man, I'm so gonna come what's back ideal for him? More. Where would he want to go then? You can't, um, I mean, you can't pull a John Elway. You only got four years. Yeah, so. you can do that. You got to be a team. You got to be a team who's got a veteran quarterback who's on his way out of the league. Yeah. I mean, so you have like, there's some, like, I mean, let's speak Saints. hypothetically. Saints are one of them. Um, who else? Miami. LA Rams. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Rams. Bro, yeah. sure. Bro, yeah. the Rams. If dude, let, let the Rams be dog shit this year. If they if they end up the a high pick, what about the Raiders? Maybe the Raiders. Yeah. And that's another thing too. Like he wants to have some kind of say in where he goes. I'm wondering like if these dudes can like fleece the system to where like they're like, fuck it, I'm not even gonna join the draft. I'm done with college anyways. I'll just go I'll just go sign with a team for the bag. Like I don't know how that works. I don't know if they have a comp uh the was it the compensatory draft or whatever the fuck yeah. it used to be. Yeah. Where if you didn't if you didn't uh go to the draft or whatever, they just held one. It was what Bosworth and a couple other guys went through. Josh Gordon yeah. was in a supplemental yeah. draft. Yeah supplemental yeah, supplemental. yeah, supplemental. yeah. Yeah. If they I, I mean, mean I don't it, see why not. It would Bro, be you hear about Bo Jackson did that shit? Yes. Yeah. He got drafted. He's like, I ain't going to that fucking team. <laughs> 
I'm out of here. You just wasted a pick, my guy. That's what he told him. That's what tough tough break, boys. Who drafted Elway when he was like, I'm not going there? (sighs) Was it the Browns? No, it was like was it the Colts? It could have been the I think it was like the the Colts or the Buccaneers, and he was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, Yeah, he's like, nah, I'll go play in the USFL. I I think we could see T you you bring up a great point. We're gonna start seeing in college, uh, college athletics. Honestly, um, they got their they got their way. Remember, they wanted people to they wanted to, uh, people to get four years of college because to make college sports better again. Now that you're giving the motherfuckers the bag, what incentive does like someone like Caleb Williams have to leave college? There's no, <laughs> he's the man. He doesn't have to go to his class. He's in LA making the bag, bro. What, he's I, making <laughs> he's making a couple mil a year right now. Yeah, yeah. He and to he play college it. ball. Right, and dude, I, I saw the need. I saw the broke I saw the breakdown. Dude, he's making more money annual right now as a college athlete than like the lower like out of the thirty two quarterbacks that are on that are starters on rosters, he's making more annual money than like ten of them. Yeah. So yeah, so Davis there's not. Mills? So Davis yeah, Mills, yeah. Sure. <laughs> he's uh, like, why would I fucking go somewhere where I'm gonna get hurt? Because I don't have a line to block for me. I don't have offensive weapons. Like, why would I go to this dog shit team when I can just stay in college for another year? That is true. I will, I'll put play devil's advocate with that. The The only reason I could see it is if Arizona meets with them and they say, look, you're the quarterback of the future. We just have – we just got a new front office. We're not as dog shit as we used to be. We got rid of the stupid head coach. We're going to trade K-1. And Ooh. what would you like us to get back in return? Would you like us to try to get extra first round draft picks? Would you like us to go out and trade for some offensive linemen? Would you like us to build our defense? Like you tell us what you want, kind of give him the keys. Yeah, to the they're, they're, yeah. they're going to have to do that. Yeah. And then honestly, you're going to have to find a team that's going to want Kyler Murray too. Yeah, there are there are teams that would happily take him. But I don't know if he has like a no trade clause. You know, a lot of those guys are being smart with that shit too. Like veteran quarterback on these big deals and these teams are trying to unload them. And it's like, I ain't going to that fucking team because they suck. You know what I mean? Like you have, they have, like they've, they have more leverage now too. So mm-hmm. I think like in Atlanta, you take Kyler Murray. Yeah. They'd, pro- they'd probably give up a first and a second to get him. Carolina, if Bryce Young, no, I fuck that. I, think, I would no, say they just, they just, they just went all and shit. They just took CJ Stroud. Like they're not. Oh, that yeah. that's another team. Like no, I think like maybe. Oh, dude, I wouldn't put it past Dallas, even though they yeah. got, even though they just got Trey Lance. Right, uh-huh. he's still a project. Kyler's a better player. Dak's got about one more year, dude. If Dak LA. leads the NFL in interceptions, dude, that's it. He's gone, dude. Like they're not gonna keep him. And sorry, Dallas, Dallas, Dallas fans are fucking mad that they gave him that kind of money, anyways. Yeah. Like, like true Dallas fans understand. Like, God damn it, man, we maybe overpaid this guy. Yeah. Bro, are they've you, been you, kicking themselves for what years. What about New England? Shit. New England really doesn't that have could a be, solid QB that, option. That could I, be. That could be. But the, the issue it. with that, yeah, the issue with that is, is Bill Bill Belichick has to start drafting better skill position. Yeah. What fucker can draft a fucking fifth round linebacker who's all pro his second yeah. year? But <laughs> draft us a receiver, Bill. Uh-huh. I think I think uh-huh. Mac Jones is a fucking bust already. Like, you mean to tell me that Bailey Bailey Zappy Bailey Zappy has played better than him? Like, and got moved ass. to the P squad. 
moved to the practice squad. Yep. Him and Malik Cunningham. Yep. He's the only quarterback on the roster right now. I, I think the Mac thing is, is hard because he's only been in the league two years. His first year, he was pro bowler. Obviously, that was by default. But Yeah, that uh, was by to, injury. Yeah, well, it was by injury and players. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bro, but, they were saying that Caleb Williams is going to be the best quarterback prospect to come to the league since Andrew Luck. So I, I've heard it, but I, I ain't even gonna lie. People saying that shit, I hear that shit every year for them to sell the draft. Bro, that's um, all that's a whole conversation too, man. I don't think people realized how good fucking Andrew Luck really yeah. was. Yeah. Like yeah. that dude was next level. And what happened, dude? He got fucking killed in <laughs> Indianapolis and it killed him it killed his career. He didn't even want to play no more. He's tired of getting hurt. Barry, it's Barry Sanders shit. Like, dude, I'm not going to sit here and just play for this dog shit team for my whole life over yeah. it. The thing, the thing, too, after that is, is quarterbacks are – it's sad to say quarterbacks are – I ain't going to say a dime a dozen, but there's so many good quarterbacks coming up, like being drafted, that you have organizations now who would who would have gave a quarterback three years – Three or four years, besides the Cowboys, they gave Dak way too long. Eight years or whatever, fuck that. Yeah. But uh, giving somebody – people are giving people three years, two years, two or three years. If you don't make that second-year jump, all right, well, we're moving off of you. Back back a couple years ago, like with uh, like Tom Brady, his first couple years, he was no world beater. <laughs> they no. stuck it out with him, and they got them a guy. But <laughs> shit, organizations don't do that shit no more. But I think that gets into like – that gets into another topic of discussion too, where like these players are getting drafted into systems and they get yeah. drafted into systems that play to their strengths. Patrick Mahomes is a perfect example of that. That dude played at Texas tech. Texas tech was dog shit. Like they weren't fucking good, but he went to a team that the offensive scheme was tailored to his skill set, The timing of it, his and he was an athlete too. Like he he was able to get out in space, and he just had a rocket for an arm, dude. And it it opened up what they could do by taking someone like him. I, I think it's the same way with like Deshaun Watson. Like Deshaun Watson, really to me was ne- he was good in college, but he was never. I never watched him and was like, holy shit, this guy's like. <laughs> but he went to a team that was suited for his skill set. And you can get away with that. Like, Lamar Jackson, you mean, like, dude, the Ravens taking him? That was perfect for him. That's a fucking running team. You run, you could zone read people to death. Like, that's, that's the, that's the thing. I think, honestly, one guy who, like, he, he, he started playing good towards the end of the year last year, and the jury was still kind of out on him. I think, dude, I think Kenny Pickett's gonna be really fucking good. If I, they if they if they can just fucking tailor that offense to his skill set. That's a good segue into who are the seven teams in each conference that are gonna make the playoffs. We hold let's pause on that though. I T this is the these are the things that I worry about with the Steelers. We are I think Kenny Pickett could be very good. I I'm gonna catch some flack for this. I am more impressed with his skill set than I was with Ben. Ben was just fucking big as shit and no. could could like hang on to the ball and stuff. And he he also uh, like if you look at the receivers that Ben had 
when he like his entire career like i'm not trying to say ben is ass like don't don't give me no I'm just being, yeah but motherfucker came in the league with plexico burris and heinz ward and antoine randall he had ab emmanuel sanders mike wall you know what i'm saying like he had some dogs but um i think kp could be better i'm just worried about it because we do have skill positions that i like we have friar concussion problem motherfucker gets hit he's gone he's up out of there right um Najee harris I don't know what the fuck Najee is. I know he runs hard, but I don't see a burst. I don't see great vision at times. Motherfucker will stiff arm your face off, but I don't see that. George Pickens could be the one thing that I'm worried about him is he doesn't have separation. When he makes all these contested catches because he's not getting open. And then Deontay Johnson, drop issue. But if they can come along, we rebuild the offensive line, I think we can. I think KP could be... I ain't going to say he's not going to – I don't know what he's going to be, right? But a comparison for me is Joe Burrow. He doesn't He doesn't have a rocket, a laser by any means. He's really accurate. He's not an idiot. He's not like a gunslinger like Baker. And, yeah, he just puts the ball where it needs to go. Joey B is kind of like an old Solva, dude. Like he's – I don't know, man. That dude came in the league acting like a savvy vet, dude. Just, <laughs> I think he's on some Dan Marino shit, some John Elway shit. Like, Real hey, shit, we're just yes. gonna, he's just gonna move g- the ball. I'm just gonna put it where it needs to go. We're just gonna methodically drive down the field. If y'all need me to score within two minutes, I'll do it. I'm just, here to tell you right now, boys. In fantasy football, I'm pretty much all in on some Pittsburgh players this year. So <laughs> you can you can tell me who they who they are, and I'll tell you what I, what do I think. Well, I'm here to tell you right now, dude. I went, I went all in on like Najee Harris. I'm, I'm all in on him being really good this year. He, I'm he, all. Even if he's not. He's gonna get. He's gonna score a lot of touchdowns. I may not have like 1,200 yards, but he's gonna have like 12 touchdowns. I'm all in on Deontay Johnson being really fucking good. I think like his, his target share is wicked high. So receptions will be there. It was kind of weird. Like, he didn't score a lot of touchdowns. I don't think he scored a touchdown last no, he year. Didn't. But He did not score. But that's not going to happen this year. Like, I think the touchdowns will be there for him. And then Fryermuth as well. Like, I think that those guys are going to be solid. I took Pickens last year in drafts, and he had a couple of good weeks. But, like, like <laughs> so, like, even, I know he doesn't play for Pittsburgh anymore, but I'm like all in on James Conner too. <laughs> like yeah, being too. really fucking good. So yeah. it's like yeah, those 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 guys are. I think they're going to end up being solid, man. Like yeah. I really do. I think Pittsburgh will be good. To me, in my personal opinion, I think they play in the toughest division in football because it's a it's a toss up though because you got Cincinnati, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Who's the last team in y'all's division? The Ravens? Yeah, Ravens. yeah, dude, that is a tough fucking division to play in, dude. Like, it, it's a, it could be a toss-up, really, yeah. d- depending on who they're playing. I mean. I, agree. I think I think the AFC as a whole is. The AFC just has one bad division. AFC South. Yeah, they're dog shit. <laughs> if, the, if the Jags don't fucking go undefeated in their division, there's so, something's wrong. Yeah. Because they, it's terrible. Ones. They had a late season turn. Did not look good after the first half of the season. They did not they look beat, good at they all. They beat the dog shit out of the Chargers last year and then beat us in the fucking playoffs, too. That wasn't on them, though. We beat ourselves. I'm going to be very clear about that. 100%. 100%. Fucking the, aggravating. The, ja- the Jags are just 
They're one of those teams. They're like a Cinderella story. They could do that every year, though, because really, they're every AFC South fucking team that makes them to the fucking playoffs. You remember when the uh, the Titans went on that fucking run where they were beating everybody? Gross. Derrick Henry stiff arm fucking Earl Thomas turned his ass around. Yeah. Yeah. Those games, they beat the Patriots. Tom Brady's last game with New England. That bro, the AFC South just had. They're, they're the fucking. I don't know the ACC. They catch you somewhere in a fucking bowl game you think you're about to steamroll them and they they pause but they give you everything they got yeah no, but, I agree with you. but no isaiah you go ahead and start with the uh the seven teams you think is gonna make it on the playoffs nfc afc so i'm gonna go afc first i got the, i got the Bengals, chiefs bills scott somebody's got to go out of the afc south i'm gonna go with the tags so what's that's four Bills, yeah, those are division winners. Chiefs, you need yeah. three more. Uh, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go with, as much as it pains me to say it, I think the Jets are going to go. I think the Steelers are going to go. And I think. Whoever wins week one between the Dolphins and the Chargers. Yeah, I think. <laughs> and, and I think the Chargers. I don't think the Dolphins are going to go. I feel like the Browns are going to have a better season clearly than last year. I, I can see them going ten wins, but losing you know a couple important divisional games. So I don't think that they'll make. I think I got them going like ten and seven. I think I I got our team going like probably nine and eight again or ten and seven. But the Jets end up rattling off like twelve. The Bills get twelve or thirteen, something like that. You know, I think the. I think Joey B's going to have him back to form again. I can send, see them winning like 12. I think the Chargers are going to get 11. I'll give them 11. But, I mean, that's that's AFC. NFC, 49ers, uh, probably the fucking Cowboys, the Eagles. <laughs> Eagles, um, man, you know, I'm, I hate to – I hate. Kool-Aid, but low key, man. I got Kirk Thuggins in there again. I got I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a wild card out there. I'm gonna say Seahawks and the Packers. Is that six? Am I, am yeah, I six Packers. And then for my last team, by the hair on their chitty chin chin, you gotta have somebody from the NFC South. Put the Saints in there. Put the okay. in there. I, I that was that was not a difficult choice to make. No, <laughs> no. If Derek Carr is is as average as he is, they should they, make the fucking playoffs. They they would they run away with that division, bro. They will win that division easily. <laughs> easily, they run away. They run hey, away with that division. Hey man, you know what I heard though? I heard early this week, and I'm telling you, this is the type of shit that we started the pod that be annoying me. Somebody told me Baker was going to lead them them Bucks to twelve wins. Twelve? Twelve? I said somebody needs to drug test this motherfucker right. Twelve? If that's what you believe, second half of the season. Bet bet the fucking farm on that then, if you want to do that. (laughs) He won't be started the second half of the season. Put it down. Put it in the fucking notes. And it's crazy too because if he comes out and struggles at all. There is no more excuses anymore. If he comes yeah. out in balls, that's fine. But yeah, if he comes out, if he comes out in his ass, that's it. Well, their offensive line is going to be bad too. That would be they're going to make that excuse. But where you're throwing 
Mike Evans and fucking Chris Godwin. Come on. Best Come weapons back. he's ever had, and they're not going to do shit. So best weapons with li- no ego. Nobody can compare Chris Godwin and Mike Evans to OBJ because they've just quietly no. been great receivers. <laughs> they're just every good. fucking year they've yep. been in the league. Now the running back situation is going to be a little tricky. They got Richard. I'm not White sold. And... I'm not sold on him. I'm not either. That, yeah, I'm not either. I. I can't believe that Leonard Fournette hasn't signed anywhere yet. I mean, he Zeke will. and better do it fucking fast. I think nah, man, they bro, should somebody, just nah. somebody's just somebody's gonna sign him that's on a playoff playoff he's probably, team. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's holding off, waiting until somebody somebody gets hurt. Somebody's making a playoff push, and he's about to be like, "Hey, my name is Playoff Lenny. Come on now, <laughs> I know me." <laughs> okay. Yeah. T, who you yeah, got? Go ahead, the, this this is this is very easy for me. Okay. For the NFC, in each division, I'm going to go 49ers win NFC West easily. Yeah. New Orleans takes the NFC South easily. NFC North, man, let me get Detroit in there, man. I think Detroit wins Ooh. the division. Let's go. I think they win the division there. And then Philly, obviously, NFC East easily. Okay. So then, if now when you go playoff Three teams, yeah. as much as I as much as I don't want to say this, Dallas is going to lock up one of those NFC wild card spots. Yeah. Um, I think that Seattle will lock up another wild card slot, and then give me give me Minnesota. That's there's your seven. Yeah. That's yeah. E- that's that's the, that's the easiest one for me. So then, <clears throat> AFC West, man, you already know that you shouldn't even have to think who's going to win that division. Well, well, I I really don't. So I'm going <laughs> to say, give me the bolts. Um, yeah, yeah, give, yeah, give, give me the bolts, man. Give me the bolts. Okay. They win the division. Okay, okay. They I'll win take. the division there. Jacksonville wins the division there easily. NFC North, this is a tough one for me because I think all four of those teams could end up in the playoffs. But if I had to pick one, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Cleveland wins the division in an upset. Ooh. I'm gonna say Cleveland. And then in the AFC East, I'm not buying into the hype on Buffalo. Give me Jets to win there. So, Jets, Jets, Cleveland, Jacksonville, Chargers. <laughs> the Chiefs will be the best team to ever be a wild card team. <laughs> and then I'd have to go Buffalo. And then gotta have the Bengals. There's and then I'd yeah, and then I well actually no, I'm not. You know what? I'm not sold on them, man. Let me get let me Let's get Baltimore off. to make it back. Let okay, me get Baltimore. Yeah. You got Baltimore. That's one. Let's go. I but like I said, AFC North is a really tough division. I think, at least I fucking hope <laughs> that the fucking Chargers. Really fucking come together this year, upset some teams. But if you if you reverse it, 
I think the Chargers go in as a wild card if the Chiefs win yeah. the division and we make it all the way to the conference championship where we got to play the Chiefs. And then it's a toss-up to me. I who's, agree. Your, who's your final? You already gave him, didn't you? Oh, you, you? No, I thought he's one short, didn't he? No. No, no, that's uh, it. Oh. Yeah, he's um, some more. The Bolts Wait, fan in me. Did you pick anybody from the South? No. Yeah, yeah, Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right, that's right. yeah, yeah. I'm telling you now, Jackson. If, if Jackson, I wonder what the money line bet is right now on Jacksonville <laughs> to win that division. Because let me get that. I'll take that bet every day of the fucking week. There's no team in that division that can fucking touch them. I agree. Houston Ooh. might have the number one overall pick again. Well, if they wouldn't have yeah. traded their pick. Oh yeah, I forgot fucking idiots but so i do i agree i agree um okay marlon man i'm gonna start the nfc because that shit is just so much easier uh nfc east i'm going to pick dallas to win that i don't Ooh. know why i honestly don't know okay why. It's, it's not easy for me to say i just feel like dallas is gonna win the regular season playoffs we already know what they're on yeah, yeah. We, we already know what they are they're, they're gonna be on in the playoffs they're ass right um True. give me Give me Minnesota to win the division again. Okay. Uh, okay. NFC South, I'm going to keep it with the Saints. And the NFC West, the Niners. I don't see anybody in that division beating them. Give me, let's see, give me Detroit for a wild card. Give me the Eagles for a wild card. Slim pickings down there. You know, you, you know, you want Seattle as that Seattle. last wild card. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. that's, that's what it is. But it's slim pickings. But I do think, yeah, I think Seattle. Seattle will be they'll be him. Um, AFC East. AFC East. I'm I'm just gonna keep them just cause I hate the fucking quarterback. But give me Buffalo. I don't think they're gonna be <laughs> as good. I could easily see them falling off. Uh, but just give me Buffalo. AFC North, give me Cincinnati just because it sounds wild because I'm a Steelers fan, but depending, the only way I see them not winning our division is if uh, Joe Burrow's calf injury is is actually bad and they're just bullshitting uh, and he gets hurt. But I do have them coming out of our division, AFC South, Jaguars, AFC West, man, I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Bolts to win it this year. Um, not for any – the Bolts always play the Chiefs really good. I just think there's a little bit in Kansas City right now with the whole Chris Jones thing. Um, so it would not surprise me uh, if the Bolts win that division. KC as a wild card won. Uh, give me Baltimore as the second one. And then obviously I'm not going to leave out my score. I fuck the Jets. Uh, I'm going to pick Pittsburgh based on a few things defense um if we can stay healthy and then the the jump that kp makes if we come out and we can fucking score 24 points a week i think no, we can yeah. be back oh yeah because yeah, we were scoring fucking 12 12.9 points a game last year and we went nine and eight and yeah. we we had the heart the third hardest game and this year we have the seventh easiest so um i can definitely easily see us the jets have a couple of question marks i know the aaron Rodgers and uh garrett wilson connection looks really good but i've watched a couple of episodes of uh, hard knocks and it looks like they're they have a couple one too many question marks so though that's that's what i'd ride the only thing that i would say that like 
that would be a push, a reach besides my Steelers, besides three AFC team, AFC North teams getting in. Maybe the Giants sneaking into the playoffs over the the Seahawks. Maybe Geno Smith comes out and is Geno Smith that we actually know in the NFL, and then they fall off. But that would be the only thing that I'd say. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree with you. I totally forgot about the Giants, but yeah, having three teams from the NFC East make it, or three teams from the AFC East make it, is very possible. In both, yeah. honestly, in both of those divisions, I mean, it really is. There was three last year. It's possible in the AFC North too. Like, yeah, it's there's it. It's that's why to me it's really hard to pick because man, man. it's all the there's really really. there's really two divisions where I feel strongly that it is a toss up for all those teams in there because they're so fucking good, like potentially good. AFC is a dog, like a. It's a doghouse, and if you fuck up in the AFC, you lose a couple games in a row. That's the difference between a playoff team and a not playoff team. Yep. Unless you're in, unless you're in the AFC South, yeah, it doesn't matter. You just win division games and you fucking yeah. win the playoffs. Yeah. All you got to yeah. do is go undefeated in your division or lose one game. Man. Division, you'll be fine. Man. Uh, so two documentaries came out since the last time we recorded: the Swamp Kings and Bishop Sycamore one. Um, Isaiah, you watched both of them. What do mm-hmm. you think of them? Um, I definitely think that everybody on the TikToks and the interwebs is correct when they say the Swamp Kings one was good for what it was worth, but it was extremely disappointing in the sense of they did not touch on anything that Aaron Hernandez did at his time in Florida. They didn't touch on uh, they didn't touch on the Pouncy Twins. They didn't the Pouncy Twins. Percy Harvin punching his girlfriend. Chris Rady telling his girlfriend it was time to die. They didn't uh, touch on any of really the team after Tebow left, which was which you would think that they would because Tebow left in what oh nine. Oh nine ten was his last year. Yeah, the yeah. year after they won the the Natty. Also didn't touch on Cam. Yeah, they didn't touch on Cam. Yeah. They were just like, yeah, yeah he's there. they left. He's there. They left a lot of cards on the table, man. With that yeah. doc. But I, th- I definitely. It was good for what it was worth. It was good. Yeah, yeah. The production of that entire docu series was very controlled by I think Urban Meyer. You can tell there's some shit he didn't want to address or talk about, and so he was like, "Don't even put it in there." Yes. Yeah. Um. I, I definitely I like. The, oh, oh, but no, no, real quick. I think it, that that has to do with the how tight those dudes are. Yeah. Um, that team was. I don't think they wanted to say anything that could possibly yeah. smear. They uh, want like, to paint them in a bad light. Yeah, me personally, I would have loved to hear it. I, I thought they had the opportunity to make that shit be uh, like the OJ Simpson one. Like, I thought they could have made it that good, but yeah. they just... Like, no stone left unturned type shit. Especially not even mentioning the Pouncy Brothers. They didn't mention Joe Hayden was on that team. Like... There's a lot of people that they could have mentioned. I definitely like Brandon Spikes, his perspective of it. I thought that was really good because I'm going to be honest with you. I forgot that motherfucker was even on that team until they until they said something about it. But no, I mean, for what it was worth, it was good. But, man, it could have been a lot better. They could have had a 10-part documentary for everything yeah. that was in it. See, and that's, that's what I was saying is they had the opportunity to make that as big as the, the those 30 for 30s, man, because – 
what that OJ one made it won an award for documentary fucking Oscar yeah yeah Yeah. so they had the I mean it's still on the table it ain't going nowhere but I just know right now especially coming in what two or three years after the Aaron Hernandez one aired on Netflix and it got a bunch of rap because of how the like people felt they were reaching on what they were trying to make him look like I think that's why but give it another 10-15 years bro whenever couple of them old motherfuckers need a paycheck or something like that they'll yeah. spill it off or they yeah they're really trying to spill some shit and uh i mean i definitely liked some people talking about how they hated how tebow was like the prodigal son they were tired of like you know oh it's you know it's just tebow show and it's tebow's for the gators and and tim was kind of yeah. like you know I, I didn't want it to be that way but you post for the magazines and you got a statue out there and you're seen as the savior of the university, but you got to look at all the players around you. So I felt like he did his best to try to remain extremely neutral with it. But at the same time, like motherfucker, we knew like, yeah, people, I, yeah. It, it was real hard though. Cause that, that's when you had the emergence of first take and skip Bayless. Yeah. That's when that shit started taking off. So regardless, what driving his yeah image yeah regardless of what him what tim did or didn't do uh it was gonna blow up like that but i me personally it changed that documentary changed my view on tebow i was never the biggest tebow fan uh not because i didn't think the guy was talented or anything like that i just honestly i just got tired of the glazing of him like yeah. couldn't mention college football at all for like a five-year span without somebody being like well tebow and it's just like bro fuck 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 off I looked at it the same way people looked at Kyler taking over for Baker. Kyler was a better player than Baker. Yeah. I looked at that like what Cam Newton could have done, which was mm-hmm. I thought Cam Newton was better like better than Tebow, but yeah. because Tebow was for, there for four years. So yeah. for that span of college football, Tim Tebow was essentially like the LeBron James of college yep. football. Yeah. And he's the only he one was. that stayed that long and played that long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody I mean, else he, he was three. He was kind of put on a pedestal and he be kind of became like, you know, the the measuring stick for what college quarterbacks are. He still talked about that that way. It's yeah. just, you know, it's it's different now. I will say, though, too. Marlon, you were shedding light on that Aaron Hernandez documentary. I didn't like that because I did not like how they painted the picture of him. Like, Agreed. They Agreed. like made him out to just be this closeted homosexual serial killer. Like, it's like, yeah. dude. Like, he was like, really good dude, at football, like, that's too. So, uh, oh, yeah, uh, and he was good at ball. Like, yeah, it was so <laughs> shitty the way they did him. Like, you have to be able to distinguish the difference in between the player and the person. And I don't think they had enough information to know well, who he yeah, was and as I think a person. That, that documentary and, was very shaky because they they were interviewing people that really hadn't heard or talked to him, and the sources of some of those people that they were talking to they weren't very reliable ones. And there was shit yeah, that was coming no, out in that documentary. It was, that ended I think up it was people who wanted to be on fucking TV, and that yeah. that. And that doesn't work for me. And I think that's why, like, to this day, I don't think the SPN or whoever makes these sports documentaries will ever make one that was as effective and significantly important as the O.J. Simpson one. I don't no. think there will ever be one that is that captivating. No. That, that And honestly, too, they really didn't paint the entire picture either. <laughs> but 
but they did enough for what it for what it was worth. It is the greatest one that they've ever made. Yeah, yeah, hands down, bar none. There's not one that can. The next closest one might be the 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 Michael Jordan one, maybe. Oh, yeah. And when they come out with a fucking Kobe Bryant 30 for 30, that's probably going to be the best one. The Dream Team one was solid, too. Yeah. You got to look at the the (laughs) amount of time. (laughs) You got to. He said, I came down the lane. I hit it. You know, you know me. (laughs) And I hit it with the. You better get it back, Charles. (laughs) That nigga's stupid. But I I will agree with T on that as a simple fact that you got to look at. There was five episodes of the OJ one. And every part was a different phase in his life. Every at least an hour and a half. Every part was inter- the people that were giving the information had nothing to lose, and they experienced it. Especially when they talked to Marsha Clark, they talked to the DA, they talked to you. Got to think there was an OJ docu series and a fucking thirty for thirty at the same fucking time. Yeah, to me, there's only one way that they could have made that better. And that was if they would have interviewed OJ. OJ himself. himself. That would have been the only way they could have made that better than what then, it was. Then, if that were the case, it would have ended up like the BS High documentary, where you just get a bunch of the guys just dude, do a bunch of bullshit. Bro, don't yeah, dude, that guy fucking pissed me off so fucking Man, bad. Like, I'm glad you watched it. I wasn't sure. If you I watched dude, it yet. I, Marlon, yeah. I don't know if you saw that. It is definitely Indeed. worth a watch. But you will. Wait, which one? BS the the high. BS yeah. high one. Oh, yeah, 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 I, I promise I you, dude. Five minutes into that, I was like, dude, I fucking hate this guy. This guy's like, a con, man. He reminds yeah. me of a motherfucker that we know from where we're from. You know what I mean? Like, just how he talks. Just, he's he's just a scammer, dude. Like, yeah. that's, what he, that's what he was. No, but he owes a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Of, lot of like, fucking I, think, I think the shittiest thing that they did to those kids... Because, because, because the guy, the the initial investigative reporter, he touched on it. He was like, "This guy was taking out triple P loans in these kids' names, yep. knowing that this is going to affect their credit. Yep. It'll affect their ability for housing, to finance a vehicle, to buy a home, all that stuff." He's like, and he and he did not give a shit. He just did it. Yep. Not only that, but like he set those kids up. They're not even kids. A lot of them were grown ass men. But like, yeah, he was setting those those dudes up to get hurt, man. Like, you got you have no trainer on the side. You you don't have them going to school. Like, like, dude, you're a fucking scumbag, dude. And then and then the arrogance at the end. He's like, we're gonna be back. Yeah, no, the fuck you're not, dude. Like, like you're not famous, bro. You're infamous, and people aren't going to touch you after this. Yeah. And if they do, then you're just manipulating people that haven't had the exposure to what you did to these people, what you did to these kids, what you did to their parents. Who was yeah. the ESPN pundit who was on there? Bomani Jones? Yeah. yeah. He, also, he also made a valid point that, like, you know, I hate to, like, touch on, like, race. You know what I mean? No, he absolutely. But no, he, but he, but he hit the nail hard. on the head where yeah. he said that black people, black athletes, are the biggest, the largest commodity in sports, and they are the most abused. Like that is, I think that is a fact because, dude, white <laughs> white athletes, most of them got parents <laughs> and shit. Most of them have someone in their corner questioning be like, everything. Nah, 
Nah, we don't. They're like, no, nah, yo, yeah, this shit seems weird, dog. <laughs> yeah, you ain't doing that. I'll you know what I mean? A lot of the... look over the papers. Exactly. A lot of those, a lot of those athletes that were on that team, man, came from like single parent households. No dad. Streets. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like they didn't have, they didn't have the guidance, and he exploited and those athletes. Juco. Yeah, but he. But I'm talking about the ones that didn't. Like he exploited oh. those people and took advantage of them. And then wanted to smile, dude. I could have gouged that guy's eyes out. Like yeah. every time he was on the screen, I instantly like felt standoffish. Guys, he had hybrid high school and charter school. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, hybrid, hybrid charter school and high school implies that they're going to class, dude. Like, and then every what, year what that he was a about? team, I thought it was fucked up. Every year that he had a team, he listed the number of students and the number of students that graduated. Zero, 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 zero. Yeah. That that year it said like one, I think. Yeah. But uh, or it was like one or three or something. It was like you you seen the team? There's more than three people out there. Or no, yeah. they only enrolled like so many people. He yeah. ruined that kid's career. That kid was getting from Grambling, and then yep. they found out that he played on that bullshit team, and they were like, "Nah, son, can't." You yeah. know, you know, it's the crazy part. Only you hit the nail on the head, two T. One of only one of those uh, kids in the doc said anything about my dad. You yeah. know why? Because if it was a team full of dads, the dads would have been beaten the. Fuck. They would have beat his ass, dude. <laughs> bro, yeah. bro. Uh, Ain't nobody ever doing no shit like that to my kids. <laughs> and if they do, y'all motherfuckers is gonna see me on fucking. You're charging <laughs> kids nine, tuition bro. to go to a campus that isn't yours. You're working out at a facility that you have to rent, you and you're took... leaving hotel bills unpaid. Yep. You're leaving. You're, oh my god. You're you the 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 PPP loans is what got me because they have to pay that back. Yeah. Because it's in their name, so there's yeah. nothing like short of scam and hoping that they could get that pass that would take that shit off and he's laughing about it or saying oh i i never did that okay well then why do all the players have like you can it's easy credit check bro all of them have it on there so you know what i'm saying like yeah he made me want to he made me want to choke the fuck that one kid didn't even know he had a fucking loan out of his name yeah no well i don't think many of them did until their parents or somebody said like hey you you have uh you had a triple uh, triple P loan, like wait no no I didn't take no loan out. Well you got one on your credit because so, he he had him he had those kids sign give shit their, social, their social yeah their name their address oh and That's, and didn't didn't the hotels he put the players names on it so yeah. he wasn't the one getting evicted the kids were yep. so yeah bro that's that's more shit he is like he is like the most evil dumb smart nigga because yeah he was smart enough to be like i'm not putting this shit on my name and yeah. he's evil because who does that shit to kids bro to like kids, that's man. that's what that's what had me hot is i'm like man i get it like they don't have father figures they're not coming from good households and shit like that yeah. but you don't take advantage of people like that when you do take advantage of people like that that's when you're looked at as a big piece of shit that's yeah. what homie is I don't even think he's looked at that. He is a big yeah, piece. Especially because he was dumb enough to be interviewed by the people producing the documentary. You make yourself a million times worse. Then you can tell Yeah, then you can tell how explosive he is and how narcissistic he is. I think he's bipolar, bro. Cause the moment that 
he saw the tape of those kids talking about what he did, he stormed off, got mad. Yeah. Yep. We just tried to help so and so. This is bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck them. Blah, blah, blah. I'd then... attribute that more to like multiple personalities. Sort yeah. of like... Oh, yeah. But I, but you know what? You know what? No, I'm not going to say that because then that gives him an out. No, he's yeah. a fucking scammer. He's <laughs> yeah. shit trying to save fucking face because he's being confronted with the error of his ways because he knows what he did was wrong. Yep. He knows it. And he knows it. And, and instead of being like that his mom started and fucking. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. That dude Bro. is such a fucking scumbag, dude. Like. I'm telling you, man, like there's there's shitty people and then there's people like him. Like it's to me, it's like inconceivable, like to to do that to people, especially if you really want to make it do that to your own people, too. Like you took advantage of like low income fucking single parent fucking kids who had no direction. You're supposed to be the guidance. Like that's one of the things that we had going for us as 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 former athletes is like and you might not have realized it at the time but in hindsight you definitely realized it that our coaches absolutely were looking out for our best interest and that you're i mean your coaches are essentially like a father figure to you in sports that dude is not that that dude is like he's like the fucking He's like that shitty uncle who's always fucking finessing people and scheming people. Yeah. Like, that is him, dude. Like, They're he saying, is he that guy. He didn't even know how to coach, coach football. He didn't even know no, how to coach didn't. football. Like, he's the, like, that dude, I can't even remember his fucking name. It was like Roy Woods or some shit like that. Yeah. But, like, he is the type of person that your family, if you have, like, parents, like, who care about you, try to warn you about. Yep. Yeah. Watch out for people like him. Yep. If he asks you for something, tell him no. Don't sign. Tell him you ain't got it. Exactly. That just makes me as a as a parent, dude. Break it breaks your heart because you like you sit there think to yourself like, man, I pray to God that shit don't happen to my kids, man. Yeah, I I don't want to end up in jail because I'll. Yeah, I'm not trying to catch case (laughs) for real, man. Don't. I feel so bad, man. All them kids, and you can tell I'm. This is going to sound shitty, but you could tell those kids that were playing weren't that good, probably other than the quarterback, man. Being honest with you. That, and that, that kid that played me, Juco ball. Yeah. Yeah. That took me to the – that was whenever I was like, man, and because uh, I knew he was shitty, and I obviously knew the story, so I knew he had to be a head case. But when that kid got that damn offer to go play at Grambling and then he couldn't because of it yeah. and shit – and he broke like I was like, man, this dude, we got to do something. Yeah, he bro. broke down, and that kid broke down too. Then that matchmaker dude that scheduled them against IMG, he didn't even look into the team. No, nah, like, there's a there's a, regardless of it, there's a bunch of shit that people fucked up. Yeah, and didn't realize. But ESPN. I think, I th- yeah, I think a lot of that. I don't think it's because they're they're shitty people. I mean, I, I don't think, think they're just, shitty people. They just no, I think they just up. yeah. Well, it's just because you got to think about it. They, you don't wake up thinking that everybody is 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 gonna fuck you like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think they were just like, oh yeah, yeah, sure you. Oh yeah, we'll we'll schedule you, blah blah blah. And then it's just like, eh. but then 
yeah, to schedule a game what three days before or two days before the IMG game, and yeah. then say there ain't no rule again. like bro <sighs> that they lost too. Like yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't like a, it wasn't even like a game where like they might have had a chance. <laughs> yeah. Fucking you ridiculous. Go, you go and play one of the best high school football teams in the country two days after that shit, and your excuse for putting people's way at at risk is there's no law against it. Yep. And what there's a people like that him, dude is such a scumbag. <laughs> bro, people, he he will get it'll get me high. He's one of those dudes that you argue with, and you're just like, yeah, there's no law against it, but it's it's like having morals or not. And he's like, yeah, but there ain't no law, and it just gets you so mad that you want to just grab him and break his fucking neck. Um, bro, but no that's lie. that's that's the shit that. Yeah, 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 but real quick, um, because we've been going for a little bit, real quick, a couple weeks ago, fellas, Sean O'Malley starched Aljamain Sterling. What do y'all think about what's next for Sean? Is he gonna fight Aljo? Is he gonna fight Cheeto Vera? What's gonna happen? And do you think Sean O'Malley <laughs> will be champion for a couple of years, or is it a flash in the pan? Seems like here recently, man, these champs don't stay champs for very long. So they get one I don't title think... defense and then they lose. <laughs> Stylistically, stylistically, I think him and Cheeto Vera match up really well. To me, I think that's I think it's a toss up. Um, I wouldn't give it to Cheeto though, because I mean, I liked Joe Vera as my favorite fighter, so I'm a little biased. Um, I think that fight could go either way. It's to my understanding too that Aljamain Sterling said, "Win, lose, or draw, he's moving up." So he. He, he did. said that, and then he said he wants a rematch. So, yeah, because you know. he, he said right after the fight when Joe interviewed him, he was he said, if Sean does that to me, what does somebody like Alexander Volkanovsky do to me? So I have to go back to the drawing board and reassess. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think Dana's going to do what's going to make the most money. Facts, I don't think always. an all-Jermaine Sterling rematch versus Sean O'Malley is really going to set the house. So I think he's going to have him fight Cheeto Vera is what I think is going to happen next. Man, let's get Hagen fight him. Man. That's why I don't, I'd love to see that fight too, honestly. Me like too, that, me that, too. that would be I a good one. If you're thinking stylistically, Sanhagen and O'Malley match just as good as Vera and O'Malley. Or I you, agree with you. Yeah, I, I think, wouldn't say I that. Think, I think the physicals uh, Sanhagen matches up with him perfect because Sean yeah. doesn't have that that height crazy. Range. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not six inches taller than him. Yeah, he can't he can't just sit on the outside and just pitter patter with you until you make yeah. a mistake and counter you. He has to. <laughs> and Sanhagen Sanhagen has showed even if he's gonna give you a boring fight, he's gonna fight you. He's not gonna just sit on the outside and shit. Like he's gonna throw some shit, take you down, grind you out, do whatever the fuck he's got to do. Yeah, I mean. Man, I, I don't think that Sean O'Malley's a flash of the plan. I think simply because of his height in that division, he could last a little bit longer if he continues to improve his jiu-jitsu and his wrestling. But do I see him losing? Absolutely. There's a lot of that division is good. So there's a lot of people that do have a puncher's chance or do have a submission chance to beat him. I think he has one solid title defense. Then he gets tested in his next fight, just depending on who he does fight. I give his title reign maybe two to three defenses and he'll lose. I will say, because I agree with you, I think it is 100% based on who Dana feeds him. 
Udana and Sean Shelby feed him. That's because uh, yeah. You know, because if they go, if they go uh, Cheeto Vera, he has a good chance to beat Cheeto. Just I think his takedown defense is a little is a lot better than it was when they fought. Uh, if he doesn't get hurt, who knows? So yeah. I'll say that for Cheeto. Um, I think after Cheeto, he fights Henry Cejudo. Um, the issue of who he should or could fight that would make like make decent amount of sense or someone who deserves it. I think Sandbanging, that would be a good fight. I don't know who, who would win, obviously, but I would like to see that more than I would like to see, uh, honestly, Cheeto or Henry Cejudo. Yeah. Um, I would like to see um, Umar, and Ooh. that's just because Umar is – He's really good. Um, he's uh, he's a little Khabib, so and who can stand up? So I would I would very much like to see that to see how good Umar is. Um, and I also could see after another like another fight, I would like to see the rematch of Sean O'Malley and Peter Yan. You know, you know the problem with being the champ is is it's heavy lies the crown, dude. Once you become the champ, you're gonna fight the best guys no matter what. Yep. yep. They're not going to agree. Yeah, like you're like his path. Like let's be real. Path. Let's be real. He got his path greased to the top. And now that you're the champ, homie, you're going to fight the best. Now that's we can't we can't put you up against the fucking you know eighth ranked fighter in the fucking world no more, dude. Like no, you got to fight one, the top five twos. guys. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, mainly ones and twos. Like like you're going to have to do that now. Because then, if you don't, your fucking your reign is gonna be discredited. They're gonna be like, "Well, you ain't well, fight nobody." Well, That's, yes and no, because it, it'll again, it's it's gonna depend on what how the picture that Dana puts. Because Aljo said it after the fight in a podcast. He was like, "If you look at me and Sean's path, they're completely different." He said, "Sean came out of the Contender Series. He was knocking out people on the opening fight of pay per views that." aren't even signed with the UFC anymore. All He's of fighting fucking cut. tomato cans, Right, dude. except for Cheeto Vera. Then he gets put in with Pedro Munoz. There's an eye poke, the fight stops, and then he gets Peter Yan, and then it's a super close decision, regardless of how the outcome was, and then he gets to wait for the champion for a year. Yeah. Aljo got thrown in and fought... That nigga was dogs. fighting a number one contender the entire <laughs> yeah, well, time. Yeah, and was dog, he was he was fight he fought he got knocked out by um what's his tits? Um Marlon Marais. Yeah. He fought fucking uh Peter Yan twice. He fought fucking Sandbanging. He fought the out. Yeah, he then he gets fucking after he beats uh, uh Peter Yan. Yeah, he gets Pillashaw, who's was that as the division. He then gets Henry Cejudo, who's a fucking legend, and, and then a you fucking, get O'Malley. Yeah, and then you get O'Malley, who's waiting for you. I honestly (laughs) think that Dana White does this shit intentionally to wear down those guys who are champions so he can put his guy up. Yep. Because you see him do it all the time. Usman Usman was fighting fucking, outside of fucking Jorge Masvidal, that dude fought fucking Cody, or, yeah, he fought twice. Kobe twice. Masvidal twice. Masvidal twice, Leon Edwards had, twice had to Burns. had to fight Gilbert, Gilbert Burns, Burns, Leon Edwards, Tyron Woodley. Yep. Yeah. Like, dude, that guy got put through the fucking ringer, ringer. dude. And then when they talk and, about him, they're like, and, when, no. and, then, and then when this guy is worn down from fighting these fucking studs, they're like, his knees he, are about to give out. He's like, well, no shit. <laughs> 
his his was age because Tyron Woodley's was was the same way. Like he was he got he got put through the fucking ringer of people, and then he got he got ran into a younger, healthier Usman who was stronger yeah. and bigger than him, and he he lost it. Usman, I mean, that's how the way that Usman de, uh, defends, and really the way Usman and Izzy defends it. That's how John Jones used to defend it. Is just tell me who the fuck you want me to fight. And we're going to fight. I don't care if there's hatred towards us or anything like that. Just give me the best dude. I'm going to fight him. That's how those dudes did it. The O'Malley one is, um, and he said it, I look at it as a business. So he's going to fight the fucking, the most, who's going to sell the most tickets, who's the, the the bigger name or whatever. It doesn't mean they're better. But yeah. if he did fight somebody that was, like. I, I think I think Sean O'Mer- O'Malley's career trajectory was carefully curated and orchestrated though yeah and now that he's gotten to a point where like dude now you got the strap now you wear the crown now you have to fight fucking dudes who could put him you. with the seventh ranked fighter to start well they, yeah <laughs> you're not fighting they, scrubs no more dude they, he, you're fighting the not, real deal right he's not the only thing though that's what i was Dana is going to give him the most favorable matchup as to where, yep. like, your Usman's, your Izzy's, your, like, those motherfuckers, John Jones when he was light heavyweight champion and, and all that. They are getting the best guys regardless. Yeah, I was about like, to say, you want to you know looking why for you is... to Yeah, they're looking at, to get people to beat you. And yes. on the Sean O'Malley one, they're looking at guys that they can use Sean to start because Sean knocks people out and it's going to sell tickets. And that's why, because I mean, the difference between him and Connor is Connor. Connor actually had to fight some dogs, and yeah. they tested him. They were like, "We don't think your wrestling's good." They put him in there with Chad Mendez. Chad wrestle fucked him for the first round, did really well. Second round, he couldn't get him down. Connor picked him apart. Yep. Yeah. So I I think dudes like John Jones though, those guys are like matchup proof. I think that's why he's the goat. No matter who got in there to fight him, you weren't gonna beat him. Especially yeah. now at heavyweight, who's gonna wrestle with him? None of them. Not a who's gonna out wrestle that guy. <laughs> Not who's gonna outstrike that guy in that division now? John Jones was a light heavyweight, but he could have been a heavyweight ten fucking years ago. Like uh, he's just stylistically, he is a mismatch for whoever he's fighting. It's the same way that Anderson Silva was a mismatch for almost his entire career until he finally got knocked out by Weidman. <laughs> <laughs> like Which no one no fault. one could yeah. fucking touch him yeah and he did that to himself yeah. yep. like it's the same way like george st pierre george st pierre fought fucking dogs too he didn't fight tomato yep. cans he fought the best dudes but it was a stylistic mismatch i think they're looking for the next guy who can be them but i'm here to tell you right now they're probably not going to find that guy like i i think there's a couple of guys like rachmanov who could be like really fucking good I think Islam Makachev could be really fucking good. Volkanovsky, too, but like Volkanovsky's already lost. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, there's guys still, like, still to this day, man, I would love to see fucking, uh, oh my God, Charles Oliveira. I'd like to see him fucking fight Makachev. I really would. They are, they're about to fight again. Yeah, they're about to run it back. Um, October? I yeah, think. October. Uh, they have two events. I think that's yeah. when he fights. I want somebody to beat one of those Dagestani boys so fucking bad because like they go happy. I feel ever. like dudes are I feel like dudes are scared to fight those guys. Like October twenty first, Marlon. There you they're go. They're strong grapplers, but they don't strike good, man. Like 
but they're also tough as shit. So if you do hit them, you, do, you really don't stubble them. The closest one was Volkanovsky. It's my yeah. trip. Yeah. And well, he actually controlled him, him on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That's because leverage, dude. It's just like football, man. It's a it's a game of leverage. If if the guy's lower to the ground than you, it's hard to take him down. You know. It's... And, and last but not least, fellas, Israel Adesanya and Sean Strickland's gonna be uh, next weekend. Yeah, I don't really care. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I don't give a fuck. Take take um... this to the bank right now, boys. Knockouts coming into the first round, the start of the second. Sean Strickland can't fucking touch that dude's shit. You're a hundred. I was about to say point yeah. blank period. The end. Yeah. It, there's <laughs> nothing that kid should do to Izzy that should be able to do anything. Sean is very, he, he's, he's very easy to is, cut. like Sean, it, Sean Strickland is just, he's going to come right at you and just get beat the fuck up. Rockmanov yeah, is okay. a middleweight, right? I believe he may be a, a welterweight. Let me check. I, oh, man, I thought he fought at 185. No, I don't. I don't he, think he does because I think the only person that they're thinking about beating Izzy is uh, I forgot his fucking name. The Olympic oh, wrestler guy. Oh, Drinkus. No, Drinkus. No, uh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, you no, talking no, no. about Bo Nickel? Yeah, Bo. Bo. Bo or uh, uh Bo that's been shot. fighting fucking scrubs for the past tomato cans. Yeah, he's gonna get the same fucking O'Malley love yeah. from Dana because he likes him. It's. I mean, that's what it is. What it is. Um, they're like he's an American. He's a wrestler. He's what? He's what? <laughs> Put him in there. Now, uh, Rockmanov fights in the welterweight division. Okay. They Oof. want they uh, they may match him up with Usman next. Man, I, I think, think he'll give Usman problems. Tired, bro. They, they, bro, they there's certain divisions that they just make crazy matchups for, and that's the welterweight division. They don't give a fuck. They're yeah. like, all right, bet Leon. You get Colby now. All right, but after you after you uh, start Colby, you're either going to get like Rachmanov, you could get Gilbert Burns, you could get Hamzat Shemaev. You could get all of these fucking dudes who are a fucking problem. And then other divisions, it's just kind of like, meh. I don't think Colby will ever hold the belt at welterweight. I don't think he'll ever hold it. Bro, he had the interim dog. He had the interim this is this think. honestly <laughs> might be his best chance to get the belt yeah. is against yes. Leon Edwards. I, I 100% But if he agree. doesn't beat him, Rockmanov is and Rockmanov will beat Leon Edwards. Yeah, I think I, like I, I swear to God, dude, those Dagestani fucking Mongolian Russian fucking <laughs> fighters, dude, those by the time it's all said and done, every single one of them dudes is gonna hold the belt in in the UFC because those dudes are just they're like I said, dude, they're just rugged, man. Yeah. And they'll and they're so fucking strong, dude, that they'll they'll yeah. if they take you down, dude, you're not getting up. Like you're gonna you're gonna have to ride that wave to a fuck because those dudes are gonna lay on you and trap you down there. Pause. <laughs> if nah, it was a kick, I, if I it would now, if it was if it was a kickboxing like a kickboxing match, then you might totally point different. Them. Yeah, but totally it ain't different. kickboxing. It's it's, it's MMA. MMA. Yep, exactly. Yep. I agree with you. It's sad, but yeah, that's the trajectory of the entire UFC. Do you, you hear that bullshit though, where fucking Sean O'Malley said he wants to fight fucking <laughs> Tank. he wants to fight Tank Davis? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Boxing rules wants to fight yeah. Tank Davis? He said Tank is too short. He was like, "You're only five four. And Bro, that's his reason. I would to fight bet. I would bet Tank my Davis. whole house on that fight. Yep. And that fight like wouldn't last fight. long either. 
I'd I'd like him to uh, fight Shakur Stevenson. Honestly, just go in there and get beat the fuck up, Sean. I don't know. <laughs> Shakur Stevenson be another one of those fights. That fight's not going to last as long as he thinks it will. No, not even a little bit. But but you have to think about it though. Sean O'Malley is trying. He is literally trying to follow. <coughs> He's trying to be Connor, dude. Same. Yep. And he, he was like, Connor did himself. it. Connor did it. I can do it. I, I I'm gonna do it. Connor did it. I can do it. And that's exactly what he's doing. He's walking down the the same path. So, it is what it is. Fuck John O'Malley. But he does have my respect now. He's still a bitch, though. I respect yeah. him. I don't respect him as much as I do champion. Like actually had to run the gauntlet to become a champion. Yeah, I knew. I knew it was. I. I mean, I didn't know how good he was, and I said that before the uh, the Peter Yan fight. After the Peter Yan fight, I knew I was like, this kid belongs, regardless of if I believe that he won or lost that fight he belongs in the top 10 top five uh but he definitely had he had stuff in his favor because they while he was waiting on aljo they could have easily made him fight marab or sanhagen yeah because sanhagen fights four times a fucking year yeah they had they don't want to risk it yeah they had every opportunity when once but again once dana has his guy and dana comes out and says he's getting the next title shot there's no reason for you to go fight anyone else. And that, honestly, I mean, too, everyone yeah, says you just the sit thing tight. About, yeah, everybody can, says the thing about Colby. Like, yeah. why would Colby fight anybody when Dana saying after as soon as this fight is over, Colby's the next challenger. Yeah, okay, he cool. was ready to fight. He made weight to fight, so yeah. he's fighting him next. Yeah, as soon Who as Dana says, fuck? yeah, as soon as Dana says that as a fighter, I don't put shit on you because why the fuck would you risk your championship bout and you get extra rest? To prep for the fucking champion while he's fighting, what? I ain't doing shit. Well, I'm chilling. I'm enjoying the spoils of my victory. Yep. That's just... But fellas, 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 man, we got we, we've been going a little bit. I'm about to head out. Uh, what y'all got to say? What message? What are y'all trying to leave the people with? Damn, it feels good to be back, man. It's football season. I mean, we're gonna have plenty to talk about for the next yep. fucking till for. Till at least February. February. So yeah. <laughs> we're going to be busy. So, I mean, it's a blast being here. It's a blast getting on here talking shit. And I look forward to it next week. Thanks. Yes, Isaiah? Um, just let's just keep the momentum, man. I'm, I'm happy that we're back. Get to talk a lot of football. Get married next weekend. It's a, it's a good time to be alive. It's a good I need time to write to my next. speech. Yeah. <laughs> Max, I, I was just gonna say happy birthday to P for Penelope. Y'all go happy wish her a happy fifth birthday. Um, and also, congrats to my guy Isaiah getting married next week, next Sunday. So he's becoming a man. Slowly but surely. Hey, only took hey. me thirty years, boys. Only took me. Man, I'm thirty three, and I'm. <laughs> but anyways, man, we'll be back. I don't know when, but we will be back. I'll holler at y'all later. All right, I mean, it'll be easy.